Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time once again for the Andy and Amanda Show. It's the free, flowing, freaky Friday program. Sorry, in the UK, deep inside the UK, overlooking, we're not quite sure, overlook, overlooking something, overlooking something. Amanda Love. And in Los Angeles, California, in our Hollywood studios, overlooking Rocky the Squirrel and Mutt and Jeff Blue Jay Birds, Andy Kimball. Come join the show as Andy and Amanda discuss topics such as sex, intimacy, romance, love. Okay, some other things too. What? We don't know. Maybe the news. Yes, politics, the weather. Call the show, 515-605-9888. So at least they have something to talk about. Call now. Lines are open. 515-605-9888. It's the Andy and Amanda Show. You know, hey, <laughs> you know, hey, hey, Mr. Kimball, how are we doing, love? Uh, we're doing good, Kimball. How about you? <laughs> uh, well, you know, you know, hanging in here, piecing the day together, doing okay. Another beautiful day in L.A. What can I say? It's a good afternoon, good evening there, good afternoon to you guys on the East Coast, and a good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Everybody around the world. This is the Andy and Amanda show. It is. Welcome everybody. Welcome. It's the free. It's the popular what we call the free flowing Friday program because we just actually, you know, I don't know how much different it is from other shows these days, but we we pretty much pop around and talk about whatever, whatever, whatever. Whatever whatever uh, springs to mind, right, Andy? Springs. Whatever springs to mind, more so on this show than, and we get a little more, uh, what do they say, what's the word, uh, risque is the word I think it is, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's a, you know, it's not just an adult show, but it's close to it. No, anyway, um, <laughs> we, we welcome everybody. The, again, the number here is 515-605-9888. You can also email Andy and Amanda, Andy and Amanda Show, yeah, there we go, Andy and Amanda Show at gmail.com. <laughs> And um, let us know you want to join the show, and we'll send you an email invite. Make sure you have a headset, a microphone, a way to communicate with us over the Internet, and you could also join the show that way. And also, of course, you can go to Block Talk Radio forward slash Andy and Amanda Show, hit our chat box, and we can converse via chat. So all these nifty little high-tech things that we're able to do here on the show. Still, still trying to figure out a way around it, you know what I mean? Um, you know, what I say is what I say. Yeah, what I say, you know. Yeah. 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 Hi, Donald. Nice to have you back, darling. <laughs> it's always back. It's always good to have him back doing the uh, um, doing the commentary with us here on the Andy and Amanda show. Hey, uh, Amanda, did you, buddy, yes. catch Joe Biden's uh, first speech to Congress? Um, no, I did not, Andy. I would love to hear about it, though. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Uh, 
later in the show, I was thinking about even doing doing like a what do you call it, like an extra show and introducing it and brought and just playing it on the show so people can click and hear it anytime they want to. It was pretty impressive. It was far reaching in some respects, but uh, mm. and I'll talk about that. But uh, very, um, I mean, just fabulous in, in every way. I give I give him an A. I give him no question about it. Give no question about wow. it from the heart. Okay, a compassionate. Yeah. He's a real deal. Um, he's just really, he's just so there. And he speaks like yeah. any, you know, it's it's us. And he makes it very clear it's us, Americans. It's yeah. not about him. Yeah. You know, and, uh, yeah. Speaking also on the same day, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, there's news about the raid on uh, Trump's, I don't know if he's attorney anymore, I think former attorney, Rudy Giuliani, yeah. Former mayor of New York and, and Trump's um, go-to man uh, after Michael Cohen was arrested and uh, no longer to be his fixer. Uh, Giuliani was next and the, uh, the Justice Department raided Giuliani's New York apartment and office. Right. Biden, nothing of this. Okay. You know, uh, he, Biden, yeah. Biden made a, uh, a promise which he adheres to that he will have nothing to do and no authority whatsoever over the Justice Department, unlike the former president who thought the Justice Department was his department. Um, yeah, we're going to hear something here uh, we have um, put together regarding um, um, the Giuliani apartment raid. And it all centers around, by the way, why, why the raid? I guess it's a good thing to talk about. Well, why the raid his apartment? They raided his apartment because of Rudy Giuliani's connections uh, to the uh, to Ukraine and his mission over to Ukraine, as we might recall, mm. uh, during the Trump presidency. Uh, Rudy Giuliani suddenly makes a, a, a visit. Uh, he is Trump's uh, attorney. I guess he can consider it a state visit because he was acting on behalf of the president. Uh, we didn't do this just on his own. I'm going to take a. I'm going to go to Ukraine. See you later. I'll be back Tuesday. You know, uh, he went on a mission to Ukraine, and and I guess uh, we want to find out about a uh, couple things. Was he did he register himself as a foreign agent? Uh, and also, mm. did he go there to try to dig up uh, stuff on uh, Joe Biden uh, to uh, fuel Trump's um, candidacy for re-election? Anyway, let's get right down and dirty and get into it. Tell me what you think of this. We'll discuss it after the clip. Take a few minutes. The report on WABC a moment ago is that the search warrant involves my pressuring Ukrainian officials on behalf of President Trump. Nothing of the sort. The search warrant involves something totally opposite. Search warrant is one act of failing to register as a foreign, failing to file as a foreign agent, which is completely false. Were you aware of of that raid before it happened? I give you my word, I was not. I made a pledge. I would not interfere in any way, order, or try to stop any investigation the Justice Department had in their way. I learned about that last night when the rest of the world learned about it. We're also learning about a voicemail between Giuliani and Joseph Bondi. He's the lawyer for indicted Giuliani associate, Lev Parnas, and investigators might be interested in. In this call, you have Giuliani instructing Bondi to call him back at a redacted number, quote, the soon-to-be-gotten-rid-of number. President of the United States, I can tell you this, is asking for this. Jen, direct him to go to Ukraine and do anything or put any heat on it? No, I didn't direct him, but he... he he is a he is a warrior. Rudy's a warrior. Rudy Giuliani is a great patriot. He does these things. He just loves this country. And they raid his apartment. It's like uh, 
so unfair and such a double, it's like a double standard, like I don't think anybody's ever seen before. It's very, very unfair. So do I think Rudy will give up Donald in a heartbeat? Absolutely. Do you think that Donald Trump is scared today? Oh, I know so. Donald knows he has enough trouble right now between Tish James and the attorney general's office, as well as Cy Vance and the district attorney's office here in New York, forgetting about Georgia, forgetting about D.C. He knows that he has all sorts of legal issues. He didn't need more. That's one thing I can assure you. He definitely didn't need more. And Rudy is going to be, you know, a treasure trove. The second time Donald Trump has found his top lawyer need the lawyer. And this time, remember... Donald Trump has no federal power, privileges, or immunities to speak of. The New York Times reported that authorities have been largely focused on whether Giuliani illegally lobbied the Trump administration in 2019 on behalf of Ukrainian officials and oligarchs. I want no quid pro quo. 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 Federal agents have raided the home and the office of Rudy Giuliani, Donald Trump's personal lawyer. It comes as Joe Biden marks his 100, first 100 days in office. Angry reform from uh, Rudy Giuliani's son, Andrew. Anybody, any American, whether you're red or blue, should be extremely disturbed by what happened here today, by the continued politicization of the Justice Department. This is disgusting. This is absolutely absurd, and it's the continued politicization of the Justice Department that we have seen. And it has to stop. If this can happen to the former president's lawyer, this can happen to any American. You may ask about the uh, coronavirus, which is uh, you know, very well under control in our country. We uh, have very few people with it, and the people that have it uh, are, in all cases, I have not heard anything other. Maybe there's something new, because for two days I haven't been seeing too much of that news, of very much news, because it's been very all-encompassing. We've, we've accomplished a lot here. We had a lot of meetings, as you know. I promised you nothing. It was a zero threat. And the Oscar goes to... 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 And the Oscar goes... And the Oscar goes to... The Oscar goes to the Oscar goes to and the Oscar goes to the Oscar goes to and the Oscar goes to and the Oscar goes to and the Oscar goes to the American presidency it has been held by America's smartest America's boldest and Africa's worst but now of all of the presidents In the history of our country, nobody has done more than I have. The most presidential person ever. I don't believe there's been any president that has done more. He's got me down as the greatest president in the history of our country, including George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. Donald J. Trump, the greatest president of all time in history. Wow, Andy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the greatest president of all time. <coughs> <coughs>
Oh, you feel that too? That that, that lump in your throat, right? <laughs> this guy has got, he's lawyering up like you wouldn't believe. This guy's getting, he is lawyering up, you know, uh, all his lawyers, all the lawyers that he had need lawyers. Now <laughs> he's lawyering up. Yeah, and they're going to need lawyers too, right? Yeah. Yes, how many lawyers will Donald Trump end up with? Contemptible lowlife for talking this way about this country. Well, sometimes you just gotta call it the way it is. Know what I mean, my man? You know. But you should <laughs> still. But just never. Just remember. Never rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but you know, for some people, you never know. Because I rather you know, enjoy it myself. Well, that's your problem. I can't. You know. Well, just, you know, you tweet really, just just give this man a beer. Really, you know what I mean? Yeah, I could see with that. I, I don't know. I don't know. You are a fucking moron. Says who? God damn it. Keep it to yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like we have only TV. I know. It's radio. It's radio. Wow. You know? Wow. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh. That was something, know. Andy. That was something. It was. So I, I just didn't want you to think I was like one of your other girls. Well, you're not. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, good to know. I love having you as my wife, my internet wife. Oh, you do? Thank you very mm-hmm. much. I appreciate I really that, do. Andy. Why is you that? are always on my mind. You are always <laughs> on my mind. Thank you. No. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. That's so, so very sweet. If you don't like it, I'm going to whoop you. Yeah, sure. Okay, well, uh, thanks for the heads up. <laughs> so I, should, uh, I should make sure I'm prepared. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Andy, the, hmm. the news is crazy. With all that, that injustice going on over there right now, and there's certainly injustice going on here as well. Let's hear um, what's going on. So uh, I feel like today we should be playing the band called Breaking Benjamin, and here's why, okay? Mm-hmm. We have news on a British police officer who is the first to be convicted of a terrorism offence. So a uh, metropolitan officer by the name of Benjamin Hannum was part of a neo-Nazi group called National Action, which he joined in 2016 while studying for his A-levels. And uh, he was active online and was attracted to National Action after watching videos of the co-founders. He wrote to the group to join and was invited to meet the older members in London and attended a conference in Liverpool where he posed for a photo next to a man doing the Nazi salute, which featured in a film of the event. And uh, so a little background, okay? It would seem that there's been mixed comments from various people surrounding his trial, uh, from teachers and friends, etc. Um, he had a girlfriend from Muslim heritage and friends of various ethnic backgrounds had a gay grandparent and a, another step-grandparent who was Jewish, and apparently Benjamin spent his weekends with neo-Nazis and collected a library of fascist literature. So uh, one of his teachers told um, the trial that she had been able to mark one of his essays that he submitted, apparently the first time it had happened in 20 years of teaching, all due to the concerning content and his intolerance towards Islam. And apparently three experts have said that he is autistic and that could contribute to his interest in fascism. 
an ideal ideology historically associated with order and structure. So one of the experts said that Benjamin was well aware of what national action stood for. The others said his autism meant it took some time to realize the group was morally bad. And uh, Benjamin lied and said there were no pictures of him doing the Nazi salute, and yet the BBC identified him doing just that at a fight training event filmed for the National Action Propaganda video back in 2016. And in 2017, he joined a successor to NA called NS131, which was also outlawed. And he applied to join the police just days after attending that event. So fast forward to joining the police, in 2017, he applied to join the police and was asked if he had ever been in the far-right British National Party or any organisation whose aims may contradict the duty to promote race equality, and he answered no. He was accepted and spent two years in the force working among uh, communities in North London and interviewing suspects on his own. However, two days before he joined the force, he had appeared in a neo-Nazi propaganda video, and they revealed that several soldiers were also part of a NA chat group, uh, and apparently, in exchanges with other senior figures, one said that members should focus on gaining military and key civil positions. So the 22-year-old is being convicted of documents useful to a terrorist and of fraud, over lies on his police application, and has been sentenced mm. to four years and four months, I believe, in prison. Mm. And uh, mm. he was caught after anti-fascists leaked data online from the Iron March Forum, and they found disturbing content on his computer of images mm. glorifying the Christchurch massacre in New Zealand, as well oh, as mm. anime of children having intercourse, but he has not been officially what? labelled with that Jeez. title. Whoa. Just putting that Whoa. out there in case people Whoa. you know, immediately fly off yeah. the handle and call him a paedophile, because yeah, yeah. there's no real evidence of that. Um, uh -huh. But, you know, the Met Police are horrified at the discovery, obviously, and they're, they're trying to say that uh, as soon as they discovered it, they were all over it as quickly as possible to make the arrest. And here's why it's a breaking Benjamin Day, because there's more news on another Metropolitan Police officer who is also called Benjamin, who was sacked for hitting a vulnerable girl, a 17-year-old girl who was um, on escorted leave from a mental health unit, and she became distressed after being separated from a group in 2019, okay? So it was reported that the girl was seen near a main road in East London, and the police were called by a member of the public who was very concerned about her, she, was, she flagged down a passing police car and the body-worn camera that they wear showed the girl mm -hmm. telling the officers that she was a vulnerable child with mental health problems and she agreed to get into the police car and, and then decided to get out again. So the police tried to talk her, talk, sorry, talk her? Talk her down, like, and talk to her, have a casual conversation with her, you know, calm her. And then uh, PC Benjamin Kemp tried to handcuff the girl whilst talking to her and not getting any result. And so, because he failed to communicate with her, he then used a CS spray less than a meter away from her face, and then moments later, Andy, struck her with his baton 34 times, okay? So, there has been talk that it was a racial attack, as the girl was a young black girl with learning difficulties. However, the Independent Office for Police Conduct said there was no indication that racial discrimination had been uh, a factor in it all. Um, so, yes, it is a breaking Benjamin Day with two, two of those police officers. I was shocked when I read that. I mean, what's the chances of they're both being Metropolitan Police and both called Benjamin um, mm -hmm. with just those crazy circumstances? That's, 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 well, that's, you know, they're, yeah. they're hugging and kissing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Disgusting. It is. It is. Absolutely disgusting. I was outraged. <laughs> wow. Man. Well, here we have, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Biden gave his, uh, as I was saying earlier, Biden gave a, a talk last, last night, um, which, which I watched with keen interest. I think, you know, this is just jetted into our soundboard here. I haven't heard this yet, but let me, uh, we have some highlights here from from Biden's address to Congress, which I think. Madam Speaker, the President of the United States. Yeah, I think we can. Uh, part of Madam Speaker. Yesterday. Madam Vice President. This is great. This is it. This is this is, this is it. No president has ever said those words from this podium. No president has ever said those words. And it's about time. hundred days bet. since I took the oath of office and lifted my hand off our family Bible and inherited a nation. We all did. That was in crisis. The worst pandemic in a century. The worst economic crisis since the Great Depression. The worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. Now, after just 100 days, I can report to the nation, America is on the move again. Today, 90% of Americans now live within five miles of a vaccination site. Everyone over the age of 16, everyone is now eligible to get vaccinated right now, right away. Go get vaccinated, America. Go and get the vaccination. They're available. Eligible now. We can't let our guard down. But tonight, I can say, because of you, the American people, our progress these past 100 days against one of the worst pandemics in history has been one of the greatest logistical achievements, logistical achievements this country's ever seen. Thanks to the American Rescue Plan, we're on track to cut child poverty in America in half this year. And then the process, while this is all going on, the economy created more than 1,300,000 new jobs in 100 days. More jobs in the first... More jobs in the first 100 days than any president on record. For too long, we've failed to use the most important word when it comes to meeting the climate crisis. Jobs. 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 There is simply no reason why the blades for wind turbines can't be built in Pittsburgh instead of Beijing. No reason. None. No reason. So, folks, there's no reason why American American workers can't lead the world in the production of electric vehicles and batteries. And all the investments in the American Job Plan will be guided by one principle, buy American. These are good-paying jobs that can't be outsourced. Nearly 90% of the infrastructure jobs created in the American Jobs Plan do not require a college degree. 75% don't require an associate's degree. The American Jobs Plan is a blue-collar blueprint 
to build America. That's what it is. Good guys and women on Wall Street, but Wall Street didn't build this country. The middle class built the country, and unions built the middle class. Let's raise the minimum wage to $15. No one, no one working 40 hours a week, no one working 40 hours a week should live below the poverty line. We need to ensure greater equity and opportunity for women. And while we're doing this, let's get the Paycheck Fairness Act to my desk as well, equal pay. It's been much too long. And if you wonder whether it's too long, look behind me. We all know how outrageously expensive drugs are in America. In fact, we pay the highest prescription drug prices of anywhere in the world, right here in America. Nearly three times for the same drug, nearly three times what other countries pay. We have to change that, and we can. How do we pay for my jobs and family plan? I made it clear we can do it without increasing the deficits. Let's start with what I will not do. I will not impose any tax increase on people making less than $400,000. But it's time for corporate America. And the wealthiest 1% of Americans have just begun to pay their fair share. Mm-hmm. Just their fair mm-hmm. share. You go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking to punish anybody. But I will not add a tax burden, additional tax burden, to the middle class in this country. They're Pretty cool, eh? I'm impressed, Andy. Yeah, he's, yeah. We'll, we'll do some more. I, I don't want to turn our listeners off, but I'm hoping you're tuning in, just listening to some of these highlights. I think it's important. Absolutely clear that we will defend America's interest across the board. With regard to Russia, I know it concerns some of you, but I made very clear to Putin that we're not going to seek escalation, but their actions will have consequences. They turn out to be true, and they turned out to be true. So I responded directly and proportionally on Iran and North Korea Nuclear programs that present serious threats to American security and the security of the world. We're going to be working closely with our allies to address the threats posed by both of them. This is a guy who has no fear of Putin and stands up next to him and does what he says he's going to do, unlike the previous administration. Yeah? White supremacy is terrorism. We're not going to ignore that either. My fellow Americans, look, we have to come together to heal the soul of this nation. We've all seen the knee of injustice on the neck of black Americans. My fellow Americans, we have to come together to rebuild trust between law enforcement and the people they serve, to root out systemic racism in our criminal justice system, and to enact police reform in George Floyd's name that passed the House already. We need to work together to find a consensus. But let's get it done next month by the first anniversary of George Floyd's death. And I'll do everything in my power to protect the American people from this epidemic of gun violence. But it's time for Congress to act as well. Look. A little bit of a difference between what we had uh, previously, eh? Would you say? I would say. 
Yeah, he's um, required in background check purchase. You know, and, and I and I think Let's everything he's he's been talking about, he's so for more right years, on. You know, he's just been so right on. And just uh, yeah. again, as we said so many times since the election, um, what a what a breath of fresh air. You know, what a breath of fresh air. Throughout our history. What is people's views at the moment of Biden over there? You, is there still a lot of talk about um, Trump still being the best there is, or are people more swayed oh, no. Biden now? Oh, no. Trump, Trump is winning quickly. Yeah. Trump's popularity, I mean, he's got all sorts of legal issues. He's taken a back seat. He's banned from almost all the social media sites. I think all of them. I think somebody, I think Facebook or somebody is contemplating letting him back on. I forget. But anyway, uh, he, he's got... He's got Legal issues, as we uh, played that little clip we put together earlier, up the Kazuzis there. Um, And he's got, you know, he's still, though, Republican uh, elected officials still seem to be afraid of the guy. They still seem to be, you know, because he will get out and just... You know, like a like a second grader on a playground, man, and that's, he's got the mentality of that too, in my opinion. Uh, there are second graders that have a much greater mentality and a much greater wealth of, of intellectual capability than Donald Trump do, does. That's a fact. Um, and um, but there are people who are afraid of, of Donald Trump. They're afraid of him, and uh, you know, political, political elected officials. Why I don't know. Well, I do know, but but you know. <laughs> it, it, I, I smack my head and wonder why. So let's begin to get together. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you for your patience. Yes. <laughs> we got a caller here. Let's see who it is. I got an East Coast yeah. line ringing. It could only Ooh. be who I'm thinking. You never know. Is this? Yeah. Is it possible? Is it possible that this could possibly be? Maybe. We don't know. We don't know, but I'm, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. Um, I'm going to guess that. Um, but it's certainly one of the most important things you can do. Is to guess who this might possibly be. Oh, I um, think I know. I think I know. Uh, 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 it's coming to me now. It's coming to me now. I believe. I know who it is. Tick tock, 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 tick tock. Yes, it's coming to me now. It's coming to me. I'm thinking. That's okay. You take your time, Andy. I want you. To get up now. I know who this is. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. Mm-hmm. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, mm-hmm. open it, and mm-hmm. stick your head out and yell, mm-hmm. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. snotty little bastard. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I, it's coming to me. I, I'm, 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 thinking, I'm thinking this could be nobody. <sighs> Wait a minute. I, I promised the American people that help was on the way. And it is. We have Cornell Butler, am I right? Yeah. What's up, guys? Hey, I'm here. Cornell. It's all great. Nobody bakes a cake like Tasty Cake. What's up, guys? I feel like running up the uh, art museum steps after that. 
What's up, guys? How you doing? Great show. Yeah. I was listening. Oh, well, good. Good. Great. Yeah, you know, good. Great. Good, good for you. Yeah. yeah. It's another day. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, can you do How that again, you? Andy, when I come on again? I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was quite give me, you Give me that energy. Hey, yeah. Well, and you know what it comes from? You must, you know. You absolutely, if you play golf, if you play tennis or whatever you do, you have to make time for sex. Mm-hmm. I think I would be tired if I played tennis and all these sports mm-hmm. and didn't have sex. How can you do that? I agree you know? with you, actually. Although they say, don't they, that, you know, lots of exercise gets the uh, adrenaline pumping and all those feel-good chemicals released from the brain. So you never know. By the time you get home, you might be ready for it. <laughs> yeah, right? Andy, I know you'll be ready for it, right? <laughs> I- I've been ready. I've been. Can You've been ready. You, you don't want to know yes. about my life. <laughs> it ain't easy being me. It ain't easy being me. It ain't easy. Um, anyway, Cornell, great to have you back on here. We've been going over uh, some of the news highlights, some some rather big and you know events have been happening in the UK there with violence and you know just that's the world today. I don't know what's going on. Little little bits and pieces here and there, but there's some good news too. There's some good news. We're we're well on the way um, to having a you know a very significant percentage of the population uh, vaccinated here and in California. They've lifted all mask restrictions. When you go outdoors, um, you can go outside yeah. now and not have to worry about. It. You go into a store or something like that. Of course, it's you know you got to buckle up as they say, mask up. But in California, yes, you yes. no longer need to wear a mask anywhere. A lot of people have been vaccinated. Um, a great many, 43 or 44% of the population at least has had one vaccine. Um, there's a bunch of folks, uh, mostly these right-wing extremist Trumpers who are saying, I'm not getting vaccinated. Uh, you can't tell me what to do. It's my right, whatever. Well, fuck, you want to get sick and die? I guess get sick and I don't know. I, you know. It's not just about them. And we got how many times we've gone over that in this show. Uh, it's about your concern of protecting other people. You might be infected. You may not even have that many true. symptoms, but you can affect somebody else. You can affect somebody else who, who then can die or get very sick. You know, and, that, and that's all about us taking care of each other and, and being there as one, being there you know, to, to let's do this together. We can't do it alone. We've got to do it together. And that's what this vaccine, vaccine program is about as well. But um, anyway... You know, 70% of Republicans believe the falsehood that Biden was elected without enough votes. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. That came through, too. But, you know, it's we can talk about that stuff Everything forever. Is unbelievable. And we, it, it is. You know, and we could talk about all this stuff, and we have, and we will. You can read about it yourself and express your thoughts. We welcome you to come on the show and talk about um, whatever you want to, actually. 515 605 wrong. Yeah, come on, come on the show. Come on the show. We left. We love to have you on here. Uh, speaking of which, let's see who we have a caller here. Uh, hold on a second. Hello, hello. Who do we have on the show? Hello, 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 hello. Ah, don't be shy. Is this Donald Trump? Don't be shy. Hello. Hmm. Hmm. We can't hear you. Hmm. If you're speaking, try calling Turn up back. your volume. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't quite hear you. We'll have to. We'll have to call get, back. connect. Yeah, call us back. Sorry, we can't hear you. Feel free to join the show again. The number is, folks, five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. 
And just remember that there's always... No time for sex. That's right. And um, that being said, um, well, that being said, have we asked you... (laughs) (laughs) We not being said said or heard. (laughs) Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Listen, you know what I have to say? Oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me, guys. I'm sorry about that. I was eating some um, cheese. Oh, both of you. Okay. Uh, Let me... uh... I had a cheese and mustard sandwich. based on a survey done over in the UK, um, is that um, a third of women and two-thirds of men are not satisfied with their sex life. When most people say... So that being said, again, I oh. think uh, we need to address it. Yes. Okay. We need to fix it. Like every we're time fix I get the problem. on this show, that's when we really talk about sex, right? I don't know, we're, Andy. We're, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to fix the problem right here on the show. Again, 515-605-9888. And share with us your deepest, darkest, intimate secrets. No, you can talk with this, you know, about anything. But we're going we're gonna to get to uh, the show. We have a caller coming back in now uh, to share some of their deepest, darkest, intimate thoughts, I believe. Let's see what's going on here. Hello. Uh, welcome, caller. You're back on. Do you hear us now? Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, Hello. there we go. Now we hear you. Who do we have here? Yeah, you shouldn't hang up on somebody just because you don't want to hear them. This is Joe. Oh, we, oh hey, Joe. How you doing, man? We didn't, we didn't Hi, hear you before. Now we hear you. How you hey, doing? Man, how you doing? You were doing good. Yeah. How about right. yourself? Okay, okay. I was listening to uh, the clips and stuff, so I thought I'd, I'd find out with you guys. Uh, what you guys are talking about, what your different perspectives are. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we throw, we throw a whole bunch of things out. You know, we, we throw a whole bunch of thoughts, ideas, ideologies, opinions, whatever. We just throw some things out and wait to see what comes back, and, and we look forward to having folks, you know, call with and share their thoughts and ideologies and opinions, and uh, especially yeah. especially when it comes down to um, sex. Anyway, um, so, which is... <laughs> You, you 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 could not have called at a at a more opportune time. <laughs> it's funny, just change, you, you, it's we just funny, change that like something. Whenever we whenever we turn a topic onto like relationships and sex and romance, the phone rings. Why? Because you got sex on your mind, there, Randy. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't everybody? Doesn't you know what I mean? You know. What I mean? It will be a woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> well, we have to ask the question right now. We may have asked this before, but if you missed it, if you haven't listened to previous shows, we're going to ask this one more time. Is it okay to fake an orgasm? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Speak your so, mind. We'll yeah. start with Cornell. Cornell. Yes. Yes. What's your opinion? Yes or no? Um, 
What's the question? Oh, that's again. <laughs> we put together a nice panel. I like this. I like this panel. We think we put together some good people here. Here's the question. Is it okay to fake an orgasm? Ah. Uh, I'll see you on the next show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you can't get out of that one. <laughs> no, we're, 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 no, we're not letting you go. We're, we're not. We're not going to. No, you, you got to. You know, this is the Andy and Amanda show. Uh, why not? <laughs> <laughs> why? Not? Okay. Okay. Uh, Joe. Joe. Same question. Is he still there? We can't hear you again, Joe. Wait, you're cutting out on us. You there? You can't hear me. Uh, no, there we go. You're breaking up. Oh, sure, you can't hear me? Now we can. Now we can. Am I? Now we can. No, you're breaking up. Uh, there yeah. we go. Right. Oh, now? now you you're good now. Uh, yeah, you're good it's now. It's this app yeah. of mine. All right. It's the app. Or either that or it's the earbuds. I don't know. I'm good. Okay. Well, what was the question? Is it have I ever faked an orgasm? That's the question well, you hey, asked. That wasn't the question, but that is a good question. So we'll, we'll go with that one. <laughs> we'll go. Yeah. Oh. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. The question is. So what is was it, the is question? It okay? The group, was, it, the group it, wasn't the clear. Is it okay I thought to fake an orgasm, orgasm at the end, but I don't know what was said before that. It, it, is it is it okay to? In other words, if you're with a, your partner, and your partner does, is that okay? Still don't. I can't decipher what that girl said. <laughs> is it okay is it to fake okay an orgasm? orgasm? Um, yeah. yeah, I think if you're trying to please your if you're trying to please your partner, um, I don't think anybody should really have. I don't think anybody should have to lie about whether or not you're doing it. But if you want to please your partner just for the time being, and then if you have any problems, try to work it out with him or her. I think if a guy or a girl is willing to please the other person, they, they, should, they should mind getting instructions about where to touch, where to kiss, how much pressure to apply, what particular erogenous zone, anything like that. Um, if a woman says to me, if you, you know, use your tongue a little bit over to the left, I'm going mm-hmm. to put my tongue over to the left. <laughs> I'm going to try mm. to please her. Mm. Yeah. Mm. For, for, and how about you, Amanda? What about you, darling? <laughs> so is that a, a foreign philosophy? <laughs> In a, in a situation like that, right? But uh, in terms of um, faking orgasms and stuff, I agree with what you were saying, Joe, that, you know, um, it's all, all about, you know, finding out from each other what was working at that moment. That That's 
that's going to lead to not having a fake orgasm, definitely. And I think, you know, couples get too too shy of each other sometimes. They're just like, you know, I'm just going to go with it. And if it, if they're not pleasing me, you know, yeah, I'll fake it because I don't want to hurt the other person's feelings, you know. <laughs> Good. I understand it completely. And um, I think, you know, if you're going to do that, yes, it's fine. It's okay. But it, it, I, I don't... I wouldn't want that in, in my relationship. I would rather say, you know, you know, baby, this is this isn't um, going too well for me, and it's not you. I think it, it could be either the place I'm in, or you know, maybe I need this from you, or maybe I need that from you. You know, in better words, obviously, but um, that would be the situation for me, definitely. Um, but I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who uh, who fake orgasms on a regular basis, sure. Um. Yeah, we're, that's we're, my views. My view, last but not least, well, maybe least, probably, probably is least. All right. So my view is, is that no, that would be really weird if somebody in 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 my own thinking, and that I, I just am all about the moment and whatever happens in the moment. You become one, and there's an incredible connection, and you just go with it, whatever it is, and you can just tell, and you become one. You know what the responses are, and you just feel it out. <laughs> no pun intended. And you um. Uh, and it, yeah, I, I, I kind of get. See, I think when you start like doing instructions and things like that, it becomes mechanical, and I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Oh man, that's the uh, biggest turnoff well, for me. Yeah, it is mechanical. And you just become like one. You just go with it, and it's just like you have an amazing connection, and just you live in that moment. You live in that connection. Things happen spontaneously, and you go you go where no man has gone before. No, you go where no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you go. Get out of the porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, and you just kind of go in that in that moment, and and that's what it is. And and um, like I I've can remember adventures, and you know I've said on the program as I'm a huge advocate of, of family planning and responsible sex and doing the right thing and not not populating the world via you if you're not planning on populating the world and be careful. You know, I've always been very, very open about that and my involvement in Planned Parenthood as a teenager and being sexually active as a teen. But I, I, I and, you know, now I'm much, you know, that was decades ago and um, hell, I'm no different. Now, anyway, um, but I, I can recall like through my entire life, um, sometimes when you didn't like finish, so to speak, you know, there was, but it was still really, really good. You know, you may have not, you know, does does sex have to lead to an orgasm all the time? No, not in my opinion, it doesn't. It really doesn't, both for the woman and the man. That's that's my opinion, you know, that's my feeling. And that sometimes it's amazing. Yeah, I respect everything you said, and that's such a valid point because, and the reason for my saying uh, uh, orgasm, uh, faking orgasm isn't acceptable to do, in the sense that you hit the nail on the head there, no pun intended. But um, <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with, uh, it's not all about reaching that orgasm. A lot of people will disagree, sure, because you know you, the whole body is, is screaming out in during the act that you know, that that feeling is building and building <clears throat> to a point where you you don't want to not have that orgasm because it just feels amazing, and that mm-hmm. can override people's experience sometimes instead of actually being very present in that moment, bring yourself back to why you're in the first place 
And then, so, you know, remembering that maybe that orgasm isn't that important, that you're both just connecting and sharing that love with each other. That yeah. is a beautiful thing. It really is. So you made a very valid it, it point. Is if it is if you're that. cuddling. But I'm going to have to disagree with Andy. Of course, for one thing, uh, it's very easy for a man to reach orgasm. You know, you can, all he has to do is think, and he's got an orgasm. It's, it's harder for a woman to reach orgasm, but a man and a woman, and what I'm going to disagree with Andy about is the, um, it's, he, he believes it's mechanical. If you're with a woman that you don't particularly care for, if she's with a man she doesn't particularly care for, then it can be mechanical. But if you're with somebody that's alike and you trust and you realize, even if you're not in a very heavy relationship with her, that she's not trying to be obnoxious, she's not trying to be controlling, but she's, um, you know, she just wants you to do it in a certain way that can actually help her reach orgasm, I'm willing to do it. Just like if I ask her to do things for me, which she may not be um, um, especially experienced in, um, a, a certain yeah. way of touching, the way of you touch for a certain period of time, you rub a certain way. Uh, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't, and I don't consider it mechanical. I consider it helping me. You know, yeah, have, have you guys ever gone? Yeah, have you guys ever gone to a massage parlor? Um, I have gone to a number of them. Really? I What's do that like? not like. I do not. Listen, there are the so-called professional types, which really make the massage feel antiseptic, like they they just there to rub. For example, uh, the professional ones I've gone to, they will only rub one half of your body and then go on to the other half after they finish the first half. If you go to amateur uh, massage uh, masseuses, they will rub your whole body down, and you feel it better. They're trying more to please you as opposed to the professional masseuses just thinking of, um, I'll just rub it this way, this is the way I was taught from my textbook. And it's, it's, it, it seems more clinical. The point I'm getting to is that if you have a woman massage you the way that you like to be massaged, and you massage her the way likes to be, uh, she likes to be massaged, it can aid in getting an orgasm. I think the purpose of sex, not cuddling, okay? If you want to cuddle, just hold each other. You don't have to have orgasms. You can really reach intimacy without orgasms. But if you're going to do the do, then help each other reach that orgasm. Otherwise, why bother doing it? Uh, I guess it for was... me, for me, but to me, that's to me and in, in my own view and experience, the orgasm has not been the goal. It's been the connection and the and the and the sharing and becoming one and just going with the flow. And it uh, seems to have worked. And and for me, even you know, I've been you know I'm married now, but I've been in long several. I got married late, you know, so I was. In, I've been in several long, long-lasting, multi-year relationships without getting married, you know, living with somebody. Um, and, and, and always, you know, it didn't always end up that way. And, but it was always really good and passionate and, and meant something and connected and, and, and great. And you learn about each other. You just go with the flow. And um, it's not something for me. And I could, I can't, for me, this is just for me, I can't just think about it and I can't have an orgasm. I, I just can't do it. Because for me... It's about the other person. It's nothing about me. And if you didn't do anything to me, that's cool. I'm okay. I can. It's all right because to me, it's about the other person and getting getting in there and, and getting really, 
you know, an amazing connection. And I guess that's what's more about for me than, than a physical thing. I, I hate the physical. The physicalness of sex is too much work for me. I'd, I'd rather have a beer. <laughs> so, so well, okay. In, in that regard, I can agree with you. I've seen I've seen some videos which you know amateur people want to put online, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of work involved in what they do. I don't want to work at it, but right. I don't mind spending fifteen twenty minutes um, helping helping her feel extremely comfortable and mm-hmm. reaching the orgasm. But I, I know mm-hmm. what you're saying when it comes to the connection. Like I said before. If you want to cuddle, if you want to hold each other, if you want to just be glad that you're in each other's arms, you don't have to have the orgasm right then and there. But when you're doing intercourse, what's the use of having intercourse or what's the use of giving head if you're not going to help the other person or yourself reach the orgasm? I guess I, I've, I've, been in that, I've been in that position. <laughs> yeah, many of them. No, I've been in that position. Um, I guess you know several times, and and for some reason, you just there's many reasons why you just can't finish or do whatever. It could be a billion reasons. Um, somebody knocking on your window <laughs> could be a billion things. But um, it, it's sometimes, or running away from the husband. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it could be a billion things. But but the thing is this that it doesn't mean that if you didn't, that still wasn't amazing. You know, the experience and the whole thing, which is which is really wonderful. And you, okay, so you didn't. And I've, I've been you know starting. You know, I can go back to when I was 16 years old and sometimes didn't. And, and the girls sometimes didn't. He'd ask, did you, you know, did you finish it? No, no. Okay, it's okay. You know, it, and it's okay. It's all right. But, wow, it's still really cool. And, but I understand what you're, you're saying, but to me, I guess I just never had the objective Well, I'm having sex. Well, the objective of having sex is orgasm. Now, Joe, I've, we've had clips, and I think we played a bunch of them on the show, and I've seen interviews and so forth, where – what you said, sex therapists agree with what you said, Joe, as opposed to what I mm-hmm. said, is that, you know, it's, it's okay. you should, in a relationship, you should talk about it, and you should ex- explain to each other what feels good and what doesn't, but I just, and, and, and so, so I've heard, you know, as a professional licensed practicing degree therapist, every one of them across the board has said what Joe has said, and, and what, what I've heard, but for me, I'm just speaking for me, and I'm, of course, you know, you know, I'm, you know, whom, you know, you know what you have to say about me, you know, um, 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 what will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do? Coming from there, uh, coming from that professional standpoint, yeah, from that standpoint, uh, with my, you know, uh, my own experience and the way I feel about it is mm-hmm. that, is that it, it, you should, you know, it should happen. And this is the way it's happened for me. Now, now that now we're getting on to, I'm just kind of seeing things coming back to me. That the communication can be spoken, but the magic is is when you know what to do, not because it was spoken, but because you know because of that amazing connection, the communication that happens without having to say it. Like, how did you know to do that? You just feel to do that. You just know it. It just comes there. I don't. Well, it just. Happens. Wrong word. It just <laughs> happens there. <laughs> it, 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 it it just happens instinctively, uh, intuitively. The connection, you know, and, and so it doesn't have to be spoken. But somehow you just know what to do. You know where to go. You know how the other person is and what feels good and what doesn't. Where to do. You know, I I, I I've had you know without giving too much information. I had 
had had women do things to me and they ask afterwards, you know, did you like that? I won't do it anymore if you don't want me to. And I'm like, and they remind me of what they did. I'm like, oh, you know, I wasn't even like, I wasn't even paying attention. Whatever it was is pretty intense. I don't really know, but whoa. Yeah, it's cool. I don't know. Whatever. It's cool. Whatever. Yeah. You know? Hey, you know, what? I guess I have to think about what it was you did because I don't really consciously aware of any specific thing, you know, just like, oh, whatever it is. Just, wow. Wow. Whatever it was is kind of, wow, intense. Whew. Now, you know, so, so, um, so that's kind of just me, but, but a therapist, as I said earlier, will say that, yeah, you should communicate. You know, we've had, how many times have we had Dr. Ruth on the show? You know? Oh, yeah. He doesn't like your behind? Oh, God, I couldn't go, I couldn't go to Dr. Ruth. That accent just turned me right off. Oh, well, you know, okay. it's, 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 it's a big deal. It takes three minutes to get you an orgasm. Then go to sleep. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. That's all. All right. Ay, ay, ay. Uh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 and then it can be, you know, the act itself can be a catastrophe. It can. You know that. Been, been there too, you know. In there. Yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting one, actually. You know what? What makes me laugh is the um, you hear these funny stories, and obviously not so funny for the people involved, but that end up in the emergency room for these uh, sexual acts. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Oh my god! Very interesting stories. There, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're like. You're oh like, wow. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but um, I don't know, I don't know. But uh, I, I think, you know, to me, I don't like to have when when I get involved that way. I don't like to have an objective. So, so we're going to have a physical, intimate relationship, and the objective is that of that is to have the orgasm. And I just has never. I've, personally, for me, I've never. I, I couldn't do it. I, I could never. I could never do that. Could never do it. I never have an. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I know. That's just me, though. Maybe I'm different. Maybe I'm different, you know? <laughs> Maybe you're an alien. <laughs> <laughs> no, I respect your views, and I respect how you feel about the situation, because everybody feels differently about sex mm-hmm. and love mm-hmm. and relationships and stuff, so, you know? And, um, and if they your, don't your have one, if they don't have mm-hmm. one, you can always say... Oh, my you can always say, is complete. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And if you're really not into it... I must apologize for not being here to greet you personally. Yeah, all right. <laughs> it sounds like somebody yeah. needs some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. My goodness. I don't know. This is the Andy and Amanda Show. Our number here is 515-605-9888. Feel free to email us at andyandamandashow at gmail.com. And... Um, our show is your show, especially on the Freaky Free Flow and Friday show. Um, you know, we are, um, you know, we're moving, uh, moving along with, uh, you know. You know, it's amazing it's how hard. people just don't, um, just don't really have good sex. When if, if two people are confident in each other, and if they, again, it boils down to do I want to please you. If two people want to please each other, over a very short period of time, they will find out how to do it. They will feel more comfortable with each other. They will feel more comfortable with themselves. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and the connection with or without an orgasm will be better. Yeah. yeah. If you trust yeah. each other, yeah. I don't see how sex can go wrong. But a lot of people just don't know what to do. It's plain and simple as that. A lot of women believe that all you got to do is a, a man is just happy if you touch him anywhere. And if you do, then if the um, once you have the, the intercourse and he gets his, he's a happy man. Well, if you're a kid and you don't know any better, you just might be that way. But if, as you grow older and you get more experienced and you find out that if there are women out there who like to rub your chest, like to rub your stomach, like to rub your legs, like to look at you, like to lay on top of you for a second, get up, look at you again, like to explore your body, you find out there's more to sex than just... Um, there was a movie in which a guy just said to the woman that he was um, that he was having sex with, all you got to do is just put it in and take it out. Well, there's more to sex than just putting wow. it in and taking it out. Yeah. You know? cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, uh, oh, there sure is. Hey, Cornell, uh, we're going to go around again with the next question. Uh, here's our next question here. Yeah. To attain your epic ass, can you describe your exercise regime? Ride a bicycle. <laughs> Ride a huffy bike. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Well, well on that note, guys, I got to go. It was been a pleasure. Hey, anytime, Cornell. Thanks for checking in. with thank great, you. Great having you come you back on. Amanda, thank you. Hey, Joe, thank you for coming on the show. Truly appreciate it. Take it easy, Cornell. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Bye, bro. There's something awfully scooey going on around here. All the, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Is there is. <laughs> so here's our next question. Yeah. How long should sex last? How long should sex oh. last, I think, is what she said. Hmm. I think there is no shouldn't about that question. Because you could be, you know, caught up in a real heated moment with your partner girlfriend, whatever you want to label it up. Okay, so you, you have that glance, you look at each other, you're both feeling it, and you're just like, yeah, let's get into this. You do, and it's explosive, and it doesn't last long, and it's that can be an awesome experience, and then there's the times where it will take longer, because you want to make it more passionate, more intimate, and, you know, um, less fiery, but that doesn't mean to say they won't fire it in that moment, that, you know, it's it's, it's explosive all at once, and and very quickly, whereas it can last longer and then come to an explosive end, you know. But I don't think, personally, there should be anything, like, to say that it should be quick or it should be longer. It just depends on what moment moment stands for with your partner. Um, yeah. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's oh, no yeah. 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 Amanda, you're absolutely yeah. right about that. You know, there is no. Yeah, there is none. You know surprising to me is that sometimes you think it like goes on forever. You look at the clock, it's been 10 minutes, you know? <laughs> oh, God. You really enjoyed that much, Andy. Oh, boy. Uh, how was it for you? Well, what time is it? I know. Um, <laughs> Mm. <laughs> you know what happens? Yeah. What ruins really it yeah. most of the time for me is 
it, you know, it's it's like the human a, element has been removed. Then you you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I think you know there's there's couples out there though, right? That 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 moment where I oh, I wish it lasted longer, or especially I guess it's like um, obviously a man and a woman having sex, and you know, and that woman's like not chin that she wants to read and the guy is finished before her not that he he may have planned to but it just comes that way and you know see so the women thinking oh i wish it lasted longer mm-hmm. um or they enjoy the experience it's like you know what? i wish it lasted longer but then people are like well let's go again you know let's 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 do it again let's go mm. around again <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah mm. the uh is to, uh, hey Joe? Yeah. I'll put, let me put this question out there anyway. Here's the magic question: Do guys, you guys, do you think in general, you and and just your opinion in general, um, have sex on the mind all the time? Uh, I'll answer the question. Well, go ahead. You answer it then. Go ahead. You want me to answer like Jack Nicholson? <laughs> <laughs> You can't handle the truth. <laughs> that was pretty darn good. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, to answer it, uh, I think when you're a kid, younger, let's say below the age of 35, you do think of it um, quite often. And is there anything? There's nothing wrong with it. Sex is pretty good stimulation. Um, it, it does aid in helping alleviate the boredom of the day. Something to look forward to. When you're over 40, I don't think you think of sex as much. I think uh, the people I know, because I've talked to a lot of people over the years, and those who are over 40, the men, they're not thinking of sex as much as they're thinking of good companionship. But good companionship mm. doesn't involve sex. But sex is not the priority. Then, in other words, they don't think of women as the sex objects that a lot of women are complaining about. They think of women as potential girlfriends with good sex but um i think men think of sex however amounts they, they think of it i think it's normal okay this is as long as they don't go out and stalk somebody women think of sex a lot too especially if they have a guy in the mind um yeah. they uh they do they do yeah there's plenty of women out there who um have so many more um thoughts about it than they care to admit you know um i think women can we 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 walk a fine line i think with uh with sex because no disrespect but quite often a lot of the time if a woman shows that she enjoys sex or talks about it a lot then she's classed as a slut or a whore Mm -hmm. you know so Mm -hmm. we get branded in that way when um we're known to enjoy sex and especially go after it and um, for men, it's, it seems to be perfectly acceptable because, hey, men tend to think about it a lot and, you know, it's part of their biology, so that's great. But for women, we're seen very differently and portrayed very differently. And um, I think that's made a lot of women shy away from the fact that they they want to admit, hell, yeah, I think about sex more than, you know, we're allowed to admit. Um, because, one, I don't want to be abused by the idea of that that, that happens for me. And two, I don't want to be seen in a way by a man that says, okay, well, just because this woman thinks about sex, I'm going to get sex out of her all the time. So I think that could 
um, potentially be a lot of the reason why women shy away from being that honest about how they feel sexually. Hmm. So I think the last point that you brought up is a good one because if a man um, who hasn't had a relationship, I'm not talking about relations, but a relationship with the girl, and she does say, well, you know, I do think about sex a lot. I think about sex prior to lunch, after lunch, during lunch. The guy may be thinking, well, if she's that, um, you know, uh, thinking that often about sex, she might be obsessed with sex. Mm-hmm. And he might think that he that she's easy yes. and become kind of irate and um, and kind of angry if she turns him down. And yes. you can't blame him because if, if he's getting the idea that, well, she likes sex and she's with him two, three, four, five, six, seven, or eight dates, and she's not doing sex all the time, he's going to think she's trying to lead him on. So um, I think a a woman should admit that she does like sex, that she does think about sex, but um, she should do it mainly with her boyfriend. And what, what gets me about women is that when... You talk about it, and then the male genitalia pops up, or even if you just talk about sex in general. There are women who go, oh, stop talking about it. Oh, ew, stuff like that. Whereas a man goes, you know what, I like that topic. But women, I think, fake the idea that they don't like it when they actually do like uh, yeah, talking about sex. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But what you said I, I, about... Um, women needing to be more honest about it. Yeah, I do understand that. Uh, but you also said that, um, and I'm trying to recall what you did say. My mind that, she, that she should do it in front of the right men or the right man if she has a relationship, but she shouldn't do it in front of a guy, in front of most guys. She should admit <clears throat> it once in a while. Yeah, I like sex. But she yeah. shouldn't say, I think about it all the time. Because yeah, if you do yeah. that, why shouldn't a guy say, ah, She's the next one. (laughs) Right, okay. Well, what you were saying about um, a man uh, having the right to feel irate at the idea of her turning him down just because, you know, she's admitted that she uh, thinks about it a lot, but that doesn't necessarily mean she wants it a lot. And for a man to then get irate and then treat her differently because she's turned him down suggests that that man takes no responsibility for the fact that he has been rejected just for having sex. And that that means that he's not respecting, surely, her view of, of not wanting it in that moment. Okay, so she may not want it, but that does not mean it's a personal attack on the man himself. It could just simply be that, yeah, she does think about it a lot, but, you know, she's not in the right place to have it at that point. It may not mean that, oh, I'm not attracted to you in this moment. I don't want you anywhere near me or anything like that. It could simply be quite the opposite. Um, and I can understand why you would or any man would feel rejected in that moment. And especially if you're really feeling up to it, you know, uh, with that person. And it's easy to feel rejected and, and hurt by the idea of that person not wanting you. Um, but I think that we all, women and men, should take responsibility in that moment and say, okay, well, why am I looking at it this way? and start questioning ourselves, why am I getting angry that this person doesn't want sex with me in this moment, even though they have admitted that they think about it a lot. Um, and if it is a, such a problem, then I think it's wise to talk about it with that person and say, okay, baby, look, you know, 
you've said that you think about sex a lot. I really want to have sex with you right now. Why is it that you, you don't really want it in this moment? Is it something that I'm doing or is it, is it something that you're just not feeling at the moment? And if that's the case, why? Can you let me know, please, so that I don't feel insecure about being rejected of having this beautiful moment with you? Um, I think that's a wise thing to do in that situation. Um, but, you know, we do need to take responsibility for how we respond in situations like that and the things we say or even assume because assumptions cause all sorts of problems, Bless right? you. <coughs> Ooh, Bless you. Bless you again. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of that going on around here lately. <laughs> <laughs> well, you bring up an interesting point because um, I was thinking, have I ever thought about sex and while I'm thinking about it, if I'm with an attractive woman, did not want to have sex with her. The only time I wouldn't want to have sex with an attractive woman is if she's obnoxious or turns me off because of her personality. But if she's not turning me off because of her personality and I'm thinking about sex and she's there and she wants sex, I certainly would want to have sex too. I can't see a woman who says, well, yeah, I think about it all the time, but I don't want it all the time. But then why are you thinking about it all the time? And why are we talking about it? If you're talking about it uh, with a man and you believe that most men think of women as sex objects anyway, hmm. don't talk about it with a man you don't want to sleep with. Right. Hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I've, I've found, I think, that to me, anyway, uh, what have I found, really? Hmm. Now, wait, no, I think... Uh, wait, hold up. You lost your train of thought already? Wait, hold up. Wait a minute. Yeah. No, um, that I think, well, my own experiences, and just be, again, because maybe I'm different. I don't know. I don't know if I am or not. But um, that women seems to talk about sex and be as aggressive regarding sex as much as or more than men. Because I, I, well, I've never been part of the of the male, you know, get-togethers and, you know, I was, of course, an airline pilot for a long time, which is mostly men in the profession for, for a long time. The women are starting to make their way, but it's mostly a, a guy. It's been a guy's job, unfortunately. It's, it's, it's now becoming more and more of a woman's position, uh, profession as well. But um, so a lot of my professional life as a pilot and, and so forth has been around the guys. And it never really, yeah. I've never been exposed to myself part of the, in the guys that are talking about sex and about this girl and all that. I mean, occasionally it comes up. I mean, it's, you know, of course, every once in a while, but it's never really been. But then, on the other hand, in being with women, it seems like that that's been the conversation with women a lot of times, to me. Like, opposite than what you would normally hear, that, oh, it's guys are always thinking about that one-track mind. And, and I, I, women, physically, I think, can be, from what I've heard, <laughs> uh, as aggressive or more aggressive that way than men. Yeah. You know, I, I you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've never see, I've never been I've never been the aggressor. I've never been you know, I, I've slept with a lot of women. When I when I mean sleep with, I'm talking about platonically mean you don't have or is it non platonically? Non platonically? No, platonically, right? Yeah. I uh, uh, non platonically that would mean you always have sex. No platonic 
Am I right? Platonic. No, platonic it. means you die. You know, the, the woman. You're not. That's not a sex interest. Non-platonic means, yeah, you're going to bed with her. <laughs> okay, so I better not say non-platonically. I've been with a lot of women. No, platonically, mm-hmm. I. Uh, and and then you know in friends and you sleep in the same bed and blah blah blah. And I've had women crash with me when they're in my neck of the woods and hey, can I stay over yet? And they stay with you for a while, whatever. You're in the same bed. You got the one bed. And later on, because you're in a friendship, whatever, and they would come up in conversation. They said, you know, I got to, I got to ask you. You get up in the morning, you go to work, especially as a pilot, and I put my uniform on and out the door. I go, um, you know, I, I, like I've been up in the morning, you know, when you get up, and I, and I watch you get dressed, you know, and, and you know, I got to ask you a question. I either thought you're have a girlfriend, you're gay, or whatever. But I'm just wondering, how come, how come we never, we never did anything? And I, I'm like. Well, it never occurred to me to do anything. This didn't occur. Just didn't even. I wouldn't have thought about it. You know, I just wouldn't have. Yeah. Huh? It's interesting. Yeah. You think that up, picked that up because to me, the possibility of that happening never even was on my radar. So, so to even to ask why I didn't was well, there was no reason why I would. I can I can turn the question around and say, well, why would I have? Uh, but but you don't want to insult the person. What? You kidding? But you? What do we we talk? <laughs> no. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> But, <laughs> With you? You gotta be kidding me! <laughs> Wait, hold, hold up! Wait a minute! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, you know, I think that uh, view is the right one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? A lot of guys, a lot of guys get that. Um, I think just about, if not. Fifty percent, about eighty percent of men growing up, I've, I've always had that accusation. I remember the one when I was um, a teenager. Uh, Were well, you sure? Uh, what was? Uh, you sure give up easily? Now this is when the girl said stop, right? Because as um, <laughs> there's this thing that women still go through. Oh, stop, stop, stop! Don't, don't, yeah, don't stop! Don't, don't, don't! And they really mean. Keep on, keep on, keep on. But when you do stop, then they say, well, what's the matter? What's wrong with you? Well, didn't you say stop? Weren't you resisting? Well, yeah, but, you know, doesn't a woman have a right to change your mind? You know, and all that kind of nonsense. You still get that. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't like mixed messages. Men today are resisting that kind of nonsense. Um... And we don't like it. <laughs> I can understand yeah. that, and I, I would agree with you. I mean, for a woman's perspective, that I don't think that's, that's a good thing either to do. I think we do need to be clearer with things like that, because it can be very confusing for the guy, right? So, yeah, I, I stand firmly in your corner on that, Joe. Um, you know, and I think if they're being playful, then they need to make, make that known and say, well, actually, Dad, when I do say those things, I do actually mean yes. So, mm-hmm. you know, even still, that can be confusing, right? Because in the moment, you're still thinking, well, does she really know? Is she being playful? What's going on here? So, yeah, I, I agree with that. I can understand a woman who wants to push back a guy if he's pursuing her a little bit too fast. Let's say they're out on a date, and right after they eat, um, he's all over her, as opposed to taking her home and, you know, waiting for her to invite him up for coffee and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She may still like him, 
but she just doesn't want to do it right then and there on the sidewalk. <laughs> she wants, she doesn't <laughs> want to do it right, you know, <laughs> that quickly. But if you're with a guy in a car and you've been making out for you know, 15, 20 minutes and you've been going to first base and second base, since those terms are anachronistic, um, and she's going to now all of a sudden act like she's a virgin, you don't want to, you don't want to hear that nonsense. Um, especially if, you know, if you're over 25, you know, you grow up men and women, you know? Um, that's, that's why, that's why women over 40 are probably the best picks. They're better than, you know, than when they were younger because they're, they've grown up some, men have grown up some, and they should get, it should be easier theoretically for men and women to get together. Yeah. I think there's some genuine cases out there where women want to go all the way. And in that moment, it, it seems the right idea at the time, you know? And then, like I said, you go in all those places. When it actually comes to crunch, you, they stop and they're just like, no, I can't go any further because of um, fear. Quite often, that's something that's not talked about either, it's fear of sex. You know, there's been many people that really want sex. And they're through those stages of, uh, of reaching to it, they will resist and pull back because they're afraid of what's going to happen next. And that could be sex in general. It could be sex with the person that they're with, um, fear of them seeing the body and what they have to think about their body. Um, there's also the fears that come into play around sex that is not discussed right as well. And quite often, people don't know how to com- communicate that fear. They say, oh, by the way, do you know, I actually have fear of sex before they get into a relationship with anybody because they don't want that person to be instantly turned off by them. They think, well, great, well, I'm never going to get it. Bye. Um, and, you know, you know, it's, it's, there's so many insecurities that come into play as well. And I'm sure it's, a, it's, it's for both men and women as well. And, um, you know, where they get pointing and just like, you know, I really want this, but at the same time, I'm so scared. Wait, no, I'm saying no right now, but they'll understand, and maybe I'll be ready for next time. But at that point, afterwards, I think, you know, they already feel so embarrassed and insecure that they know that they can't possibly then turn to that person and say, I'm sorry I stopped from going any further. Here's what. Um, uh, people get afraid of actually revealing that real dirty about something that is so... Um, intimate. I think one of those subjects a lot of people tend to dance around and shy away from so much because it is of a very intimate nature and a very serious nature for a lot of people. Um, so that could possibly come into play when a woman you know, is, is getting to that point. Or it could be complete opposite. For all we know, she'd be like trying to leave down a force of security to try and keep him in the relationship with no intention of really sleeping with him keeping him around for whatever reason and I'm not saying that's the case for all women but maybe that is an, uh, a situation that does occur um, I think there's so many ways we can look at this and go into this and you know there's, there's, look at this this way we're all very different people we all have different ideas of what we want we, from a relationship we seek within uh, sex and things like that we have different personalities and, and ways of, of viewing things so that being said, we've all got reasons as to what we do things too. Some of us share some reasons, but they will be based on different experiences that we've had. So I think there is a million ways we could look at any experience mm-hmm. that happened in, in one person's life. Um, and it will be different for everybody, you know? Uh, that's just my, my view on it. 
Um, doesn't mean right, obviously, but you know, I think it's it's always a idea to be open-minded about every experience we encounter, and we learn from it in different ways, and how we take that into another encounter with somebody or another relationship with somebody, and, and learn from it and see the ward inside that it could be happening again with someone else, or question ourselves to what we're doing right or wrong that could be um, bringing this type of situation to us. Um, so I think that they're all healthy experiences in a way, even though it feels very comfortable at times to feel rejected or you know, go through the hassle of going through these experiences. And it's not nice. You know, I, I, you know, I don't like that kind of thing. But um, like I said, yeah. I think there's a million ways to approach this and think about things on a deep level that, that can help in so many levels with our future or present experiences. Interesting insight. I like it. I think I agree. I'm right. I'm right with you. I'm right with you. Hey, um, let me ask another question. Yeah. Uh, quantity, volume, relationships. Yeah. Do you think that has any bearing on your overall? There's uh, how many? You know, uh, if you look way back, if you look back into the 30s and 40s, people got married in their 18, 19, 20, they get married, they have kids, they live long lives. Quite often, they've had one partner or maybe a couple of partners their whole life. Now, you know, now it's almost like, you know, how many people have you slept with? Right. And, okay. and how important is it is is the to develop, to have experience when you finally end up with, with the mate that's it supposedly at least it for a while it might not be it permanently but it for you know how important it is or what do you think there's a drive to to to, to have a physical relationship with 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 many partners not at once maybe that too I don't know but but um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> do you, yeah do you think there's a drive suddenly to have like a rah <laughs> um, yeah. okay so what saying is 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 what Andy is is, is there a drive? What Andy is have... saying is that the next time he flies his plane, he's going to make an announcement to the passengers. <laughs> Will there, are there are there any people back there who um who would like to have multiple sex partners when we land? Could you please let me know? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Only on the Andy Demand show. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, probably correct too. You're probably right. <laughs> You know, because what they're saying, you know. I also happen to call him a lightweight, okay? And I have said... Yeah, you know what I mean? Well, no respect at all, you know? None. None. Yeah. But, um, but do you, what, do you, what do you think? Is there, is, regarding, is there a drive where I got to get somebody else? Another notch in the belt, another notch in the belt, another notch in the belt. What do you think? So, what... Sorry, I'm not, I'm not uh, understanding very well. Sweet so, you know what I'm saying? Um, so what you're saying is that having many partners uh, yeah. previously... Yeah, is there a drive? Is there um, a drive to have many partners? You know, I think for, for most people when they're younger, I think the experience of being with different people um, also than when you're a lot older. But then if you've not had much experience when you're younger, sometimes the, so they've reached a certain age, feel like they've missed out, and then we'll probably, you know, go on that that's for to have more experiences with people's sexual experiences. Mm. Some people just love being with different people all the time, I think. Um, 
you know, that it always brings up that question, doesn't it? When you get into a relationship with somebody, people always get concerned about how many partners they've had before them. And then you, they get those, like, insecurities about um, did they speak with all of them? Were they better than them? And, you know, did you experience this with them? Um, that's a whole other color fish that can spring from that, right? But yeah. Our light is starting to blink here, which means that we're going to kick us off the show in about a minute. We're not going to kick yeah, us off yeah. the show, but we're going to we're, we got to start wrapping it up here. And um, yes. what I'm um, what I'm thinking is we'll continue. There's so much I want to dive into, and I think you know we dive into to to relationships and to to being and you know how we interact with each other and and attractions and sex and intimacy. It's a great conversation and there's so much more we can dive into. I think we're going to bring in some guests too next week to elaborate a little bit further. And also, I just want to talk about some other shows we have coming up. Of course, Dr. Mark Lester is going to be joining us soon. We're trying to orchestrate the best way to connect now because we had some issues last time. Uh, Dr. Mark Lester, you might remember the actor who played uh, Oliver Kidd. We also are going to talk about um, dental dental care implants and dentistry and the importance of all that in cosmetic dentistry versus general health care dentistry, all these, oh, that's just fascinating. But a lot of bunch of things we're going to be it talking is. about on shows we have coming up. And of course, we're going to resume this conversation. I want to thank Joe uh, very much for coming onto the show and joining us again uh, for an insightful, fun conversation. Sure. It's always, you know, it's always great to just dive in. Really, thank it makes you, me Jeff. think, and the reason Joe, Joe makes, you know, I got to tell you, cause we've had different guests on the show with different callers, but I saw about Joe uh, and, and, uh, uh, and and all, in all honesty, that that when he brings things up and talks as as a caller and a guest on the show, uh, he makes you think. He makes me dive into things and, and look into relationships and dive into my past and, and make me wonder and bring things out and say, why did I do this and what was the reasoning and what was the, the thought behind this? And that's great, Joe. And I, you're always welcome to to join us. So um, thank you again for uh, for coming uh, on to our show. Sure, yeah. great 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 having you aboard. And Amanda, who's my internet wife, again a lot of you might know or might not know, but Amanda and I have. Uh, Never met. We are married, but go figure out how we did that. But no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird. <laughs> it's crazy. And many, you know, Amanda, I, I got to tell you something. And this I could say quite honestly. Yes. Our relationship is probably has more, more integrity and more, more, more to it than, than many people in the real world who have met and who've had relationships. So, hey, you know, wow. you know what I'm saying? That's quite impressive. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Amanda, just, you know, I have to ask you. I have to ask you this. Do you believe in ghosts? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, I do. But the whole Mm -hmm. other story. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I could could say, I could say, you know, the YMCA. If you can do the YMCA with your legs, you're doing great things in the bedroom. What is your (laughs) favorite sex position? Yeah, see, we can, we're going to go into that. Uh, next week. So join us on the Andy and Amanda show next week. I guess, Amanda, take us home. Yes. This has been fun. It's been an enjoyable show. Uh, there's some new things I wanted to get to. I just got to mention this because I have a note, too. Um, some yes. news. I, you know, we're not, you know, skipping around all over the place here, but this is important, too, because we picked up some things in the news last week that we're going to follow up on, and we didn't. I said we're going to, so um, uh, if you remember Matt Gates, who is the representative from uh, Florida who's uh, being investigated right now for um, for uh, sex trafficking, uh, having sex with a minor, tra- transporting a minor across state lines, or paying uh, a minor. Um, a uh, Joel Greenberg, who's been a central figure in the ongoing investigation into this, uh, uh, wrote in a letter obtained by the Daily Beast. Check out the Daily Beast. 
that he and Gates paid for sex with multiple women, including a minor who was 17 at the time. The letter was drafted after Greenberg asked Roger Stone, a close ally of former uh, President Donald Trump, to, uh, for help obtaining a pardon during the final months of the Trump term. The outlet, oh, again, the Daily Beast reported that. Well, I've got to dive into that a bit uh, next week, too, just kind of creating myself a reminder here. Um, anyway, lots to talk about. Uh, hope have a great weekend, everybody. Have a really great weekend ahead. You know, this has been. Do you do you believe how these weeks are 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 just clicking by here? They're just clicking they by so fast, right? They you know, I guess because so fast. They, they really seem to. Because I think I think the um, I guess the Monday, Wednesday, Friday live shows are benchmarks. Boom, Monday, boom, Wednesday, boom, Friday, next week, Monday, boom, Wednesday, boom, Friday, boom, next week for for months on months and months on end. And I guess because of the benchmarks, it might it might have something to do with why they seem to go by so fast. Like I just can re- it just seems like we just did last Friday's show and the Friday before that and the Friday before that and the Friday before that. And here we are, another Friday show. Boom. You know? Groovy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That whole thing and your response is yes. Andy. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Right. Don't get oh, yeah. the idea it was mere entertainment. No. <laughs> I mean what I say. I says what I mean. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm tripping over my words like crazy. It's ridiculous. I'm just trying to be Playing Elvis on our Friday show. That's how we played Elvis on the Friday show, you know? Um, yeah. Elvis. Elvis. God, I love okay. Elvis. It was great hearing from Cornell on the show, too. Cornell, it was great having Cornell. Oh, there. my goodness. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, very good. And and Joe's always Joe, – I like how Joe chimes in. We talk about sex relationship. There comes Joe. Bam! I like it. Yeah, he's straight up. Bless him. Isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, we had a couple other callers in the past too. That call, you know, we have the sex drumming. The, and I, I, I think it's important. And we're going on here. We're, 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 you know, it's okay. It's okay. We've done it before. But um, I just want to be clear. Now we've had shows. We've talked nothing about politics. We've had shows. We spent the whole time on the coronavirus. And gosh, we used to give coronavirus and vaccine updates every show. We're not doing that now. Do you, do you, do you know? It just occurred to me. It just occurred to me. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that I guess um, not so much from here because everything seems to be back and we lockdowns are, are coming up now. You know, we're slowly migrating back into society and uh, our numbers are dropping um, back to, I think that stats were for the same as the end of the summer, which was very, very good so compared to what it has been recently. So... There's been nothing to report in that sense. You know, the news isn't covering too much to do with it at the moment, which is wonderful to see. Um, but as soon as an interesting pops up, bam, I'll be on it and share it with you guys. But, you know, it'd be stuff to do with what uh, Boris was talking about with the pills, be taking it mm-hmm. home. Hopefully that will be a thing. And um, whatever fantastic news we have coming to the surface. But uh, just want to say shout out to India with all they're going through right now. Really in, India, situation. India is is like 
you know, 3,501 people have died in India of coronavirus. Yes, that was yesterday. 3,500 people in India lost their lives yesterday in India. 3,647 in India two days ago. As of right now, uh, the last hour, I'd say 35 minutes ago, um, 3, I can't be right. 3,522, well, they're in a different time zone. That, that's why. Okay, okay. So, so in India time, um, as, of, as of Friday, uh, 3,522 on Friday have died in India. Um, unbelievable what they're going to now. There's no room for bodies. There's no, there's no cemeteries. There's no, it's just, it, there's no hospital beds. There's no ICUs. It's, it's, it's just really, really bad there. We should have brought that up earlier, actually, because we have been staying on top of the, the horrific uh, crisis that's affected the entire population, not just uh, where Amanda is in the UK and where I am in the USA, but the whole world and, and specific countries. Brazil has, has, Brazil's getting better, but Brazil's still had some tough numbers. Um, Goodness, you know, yes. Over 3,000 deaths in Brazil two days ago. Um, the USA, and, and I'm going to say this, and some people might disagree with me, and, and feel free to chime in on next week, you know, on the show. Um, the USA, two days ago, 986 deaths. Yesterday, 902. As of today, 579. Um, months ago, we were looking at 4,500 people in a day. You know, we, imagine I would get yeah. on a show on a Monday, and we'd say, you know, by the end of the week, 25,000 people who are living right now are going to be dead from coronavirus. Yeah. 25,000 by the end of the week. And we just say it like we're announcing a score of a baseball game, for Christ's sake, you know. And, uh, but these are all human lives. These, you know, 589,850 people in the United States have died from this disease, from this virus. Who should be living right now? In the UK, 127,517. Now, in the UK, 15 people today. 29, 22 wow. people yesterday. 29 people wow, two days ago. Those are death tolls. Right? That's dropping um, quickly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yesterday in the, in the USA, 900 people. Two days ago, 986. So less than 1,000. The last two days, less than 1,000 people. Wow. You know, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And the European Union, uh, this is important too, the European Union has agreed to buy up to 1.8 billion doses of the Pfizer biotech vaccine. That is a big yes. time. Purchase that is significant. I'm yep. going to say that number again. One point eight billion doses of the Pfizer vaccine has been purchased, committed to by the European Union, up to. So that's they that's they put incredible. a blanket purchase order, and they're going to you know they can take up to that if they don't need that many, then they you know. But one point eight billion doses. So that's incredible. The, the, the science, the scientists who are starting to really take the helm of this thing and how to handle it. We've all band together. You've got to get vaccinated. You've got to get vaccinated. If you're over 16 years old, everybody in the United States lives within five miles of a place where you can get the vaccine. Go do it. That's how we're going to beat this thing. That's how we're going to beat this thing. So get vaccinated wherever you are in the world, wherever you're living in the world, wherever you're tuning into the show, whether now live or on a podcast. Get a vaccine. Don't say no. It's my run. I'm not. You know, get a vaccine. First of all, I've had the vaccine. No. Ever. My family's vaccinated. A lot of friends. Most of my friends have all been vaccinated. Actually, now it's hard to find somebody who hasn't been. Or in my yeah. life, uh, it's almost every, everybody I know has been vaccinated. Actually, um, a lot of my pilot friends have. Uh, I know one real close friend of mine who actually had coronavirus, real bad, um, and uh, you know, headaches, temperatures, 104 degree fever. Never had the pulmonary issues really, um, but still got vaccinated. Um, that he had coronavirus. Uh, I've lost four. Well. 
three friends plus somebody I know of um, who died, the people I knew personally. And, you know, it's now not uncommon to run across somebody who, you know, who, who will say, yeah, you know, everybody knows somebody who's either been sick, who's died, or knows somebody who has lost somebody. Yeah. Everybody. You know, yeah. but anyway, it's still it's not over. It's not over, and that's that's the point I'm making here. And please do the right thing. Get vaccinated. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So uh, I hate long goodbyes. But. <laughs> <laughs> so farewell, love you, and goodbye. That that's it. They they cut us off a blog talk at uh, at an hour at ninety minute show, but we're uh, we're doing a podcast now. This is we'll, we'll you know. So I guess we'll sign off. Thank you, um, Amanda. Why don't you why don't you sign us off for the week here? Another week of the Andy Amanda Show. Gosh, they fly Absolutely. by so Okay. No, we have. Oh my God, she'll do that tonight. Okay, so on behalf of my wonderful, amazing co-host Andy Gibson. All the way over the other side of the world in the U.S., California, Hollywood, and myself and the love watering around here at the uh, cold UK. Thank you for joining us for another awesome show, and uh, it's been an amazing week. Thank you for sticking with us. We appreciate it. We hope you have an amazing weekend, and we look forward to having you join us on Monday's show for some more fun and craziness that is the Amanda show. Take care, guys. Stay safe and try to do the right thing for yourself and everybody else. And uh, have an amazing time. Okay? We love you. Everybody have a good, safe weekend. See you Monday. Sign it off. Bye-bye now. Sign it off. Bye. Shaft about to fall